those with a high level of confidence may have as many or more weaknesses than those with lower self-esteem. The difference is this. Instead of dwelling on their handicaps, they compensate for them by building on their strengths. In a famous study by Victor and Mildred Kurtzel entitled Cradles of Eminence, the home backgrounds of 300 highly successful people were investigated. These 300 subjects had made it to the top. They were men and women whose names everyone would recognize as brilliant in their fields, such as Franklin D. Roosevelt, Helen Keller, Winston Churchill, Albert Schweitzer, Clara Barton, Gandhi, Einstein, and Freud. The intensive investigation into their early home lives yielded some surprising findings. Three-fourths of the children were troubled either by poverty, by broken home, or by rejecting over-possessive or dominating parents. 74 of 85 writers of fiction or drama and 16 of the 20 poets came from homes where, as children, they saw tense psychological drama played out by their parents. Physical handicaps such as blindness, deafness, or crippled limbs characterized over one-fourth of a sample. How did these people go on then to such outstanding accomplishments? Most likely by compensation. They compensated for their weaknesses in one area by excelling in another. One person talked about the forces that made him successful. What has influenced my life more than any other single thing has been my stammer. Had I not stammered, I would probably have gone to Cambridge as my brothers did, perhaps have become a don, and every now and then published a dreary book about French literature. The speaker who stammered until his death was W. Somerset Moham as he looked back on his life at age 86. By then, he had become a world-renowned author of more than 20 books, 30 plays, and scores of essays and short stories. On helping kids excel, the strategy of compensation is also something parents can employ. Dr. James Dobson tells about his young junior high years when he was skinny and shy and not very popular. But when he was not quite eight, his father had taken him out to a tennis court one Saturday with a bucket of balls and he began to teach him to play tennis. The Saturday workout became a ritual and at times, says Dobson, I got bored with it and did not want to practice. But my dad kept his thumb in my back and we were out there every Saturday morning. Well, I'm glad he did because when I was in junior high school and feeling very shy and inferior, if asked to write an essay on the subject, who I am, the one positive thing I could have said was, I am the best tennis player in my school. Thank you.